0: This is CliffCentral.com. 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 360 Biz on CliffCentral.com.
1: Yeah, this is 360 Biz on CliffCentral.com. My name is Davo Homafodi. Welcome to another exciting installment of Three sixty bs I'm actually excited. I'm speaking about one of the things that are very problematic in our country and that influence the state of the economy. That is the state. Uh, I mean, uh, of unemployment and how much that affects the economy. I mean, Stats SA has recently published the findings from the second quarter, being April to June 2015 of quarterly employment statistics survey. This survey gives an indication of the number of people employed in the formal sector of South Africa. I mean, unemployment is one of the indications of the performance of the economy. So it's not surprising that with an employment rate um, of 25%, it's key issues we need to address. I mean, what is even more alarming is that uh, the employment unemployment rate amongst the youth is a lot higher. The youth make up 40% of the national um 25% of unemployment rate I mean even the deputy president Mr Cyril Ramaphosa recently said Government intends to create 6 million jobs by 2019. I mean, something that he added on what the president, uh, Jacob Zuma, had said initially, which will come from public works program as well as a private sector stepping up uh, to partner with government to unlock employment opportunities. Joining me in this discussion uh, on the very uh, tropical discussions, it's Chris Hart, the economics and investment strategies at Standard Bank, wealth and investment, uh, Eugenia Kula. Amewa. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Uh, <laughs> how are you, Miss Kula? I'm fine, thank you. Am I A-me-ya-o. pronouncing that correctly? It's
2: Kula Amewa.
1: Um, how do you say that? Amewa. Amewa. Yes. Okay. Uh, Eugenia Kula Amewa. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Miss Eugenia Kula Amewa is the chairperson of business Women of South Africa, and later on on the line as well, I'm going to be having Olani Kubeka, uh, who's the CEO and founder of Small Business development institute i mean they're doing an event um this week as well with the minister of small business trying to encourage uh, the public and uh, and public se- private sector to actually come in and do something as far as uh, the unemployment rate is concerned i mean this is this is quite um something that is interesting that really uh, affects us from the country and obviously we're going to be hearing as well from young people uh, that are being affected by this to see whether does the country really is affected by unemployment you're allowed to join in um, on the discussion uh, I mean we as well on we on Twitter our Twitter handle is cliffcentral.com and um, then we on WeChat our WeChat ID is cliffcentral.com our studio line is 0861 55189 0861 55189 so we can touch base And definitely have this heated up discussion Let me start by greeting my guest right in studio Uh, Then I'm going to be crossing over to Chris uh, Who's going to be joining us, unfortunately He couldn't be in studio with us But he's going to be joining us on the line Um, As Eugenia, how are you?
2: I'm fine, thank you, how are
1: you? No, good, thanks
2: It's a pleasure to be here
1: No, definitely Mm. uh, Eugenia, do you want to tell, say hi to our listeners and tell them who you are?
2: (laughs) Good afternoon to the listeners out there My name is Eugenia Kula Ameyao. I'm a chairperson of BOSWA, Black Women Organization, South Africa. Our vision is to empower, position, and grow small businesses owned by black women. Okay. Thank
1: you. you. To Empower?
2: Empower, position, and grow.
1: Mm. Empower, position, and and grow. grow yeah no it's something that that I definitely wanna make um our way and to make noise out of cause It's something that I really wanna interrogate because okay. obviously we know that we've got a problem uh, in our country with with the unemployment rate exactly so to see how do you help uh, in that state uh <laughs> wow. but I think let's cross over to chris chris. How are you Chris Chris can you hear me? Um, I think I think we we practically we losing Chris. Uh, maybe let me continue uh, while we're trying to get Chris back on the line uh, with Eugenia. So, says, Eugenia, you spoke of you empowering uh, positioning women. Um, is it women only, or what is it?
2: <laughs> I would say majority women.
1: Majority women. Yep. But why are you being sexist? Not really. We've got men that are struggling. <laughs> We've got men that are trying to get into businesses. And my worry with the women empowerment on its own, I encourage that, but that shouldn't be the only focus. At least, at least you must accommodate men as well. right?
2: Eh? Yes, we do to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But really, the playing field is not level. You should know you are already ahead of us. Yeah. We are trying to catch up with you. Yeah. And also, women, because if women are not economically active, they become vulnerable. Okay. So in most cases, when men decide to change in relationship Mm. they will leave a woman with the children okay so there's a saying in africa that if you educate a woman you empower the village yeah in boso i've changed it. i said if you economically empower Mm. women you've changed the whole nation
1: okay so then maybe while you you're speaking about changing the nation i mean what does uh boso um i mean what is boso all about and how is it involved in stimulating job creation?
2: We, we obviously, they are very small businesses. When you say SME, the definition is different. They'll say 100 million or whatever millions is still a small business. Mm-hmm. But we men, we, we, we have sessions, business, breakfast, or whatever events and empower them. We get people like you to come and give us tips on how to <laughs> succeed, <laughs> and we look for opportunities, okay. you know, linkages. We look for opportunities. And also in certain cases, we also there are certain softer skills that you need yeah. to run a business. Mm-hmm. So we kind of empower ourselves behind closed doors. So at least when you come mm-hmm. before table we are we're looking smarter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, yes. are little things that we do. Yes. So to empower ourselves and also we need to create a balance because most women have added responsibilities if we are here. You get home, you expect food, isn't it? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, so, and there are children to be picked from school. Mm. So we create that balance, but in the process, we say, don't neglect your business. Okay. Yeah, so that's okay. what we do. Okay. And also we do the same with professionals. In most cases, especially black people, alongside their jobs, they'll have their spousal shops. Mm. So, and most of them transition from jobs, not like where, with others, where you get inheritance from your parents. So you have to hustle. So yeah. it will be alongside their full-time jobs, then they do something, you know, start their businesses. So that's basically what we do. Certain things some might not understand. They say there's an IDP in municipalities. Okay. So we get women at least who are competent in certain areas. They will analyze it and make the opportunities simpler to the women even in rural areas or in our small towns. Because I come from a very small Dorpi,
1: mm-hmm. somewhere in the Karoo. Yeah.
2: So this is what we do.
1: Oh, okay. Then from the, I mean, um, t- tell, um, tell me, Misses Eugenia. I mean, entrepreneurship or enterprise development is widely believed to offer long-term solutions um, to creating uh, of jobs. Um, is this a real solution given the high rate of which small businesses fail in South Africa? I mean, between um, seventy to eighty percent, depending on the source of information.
2: I'm sure the the issue here is the strategy. It will be the root cause. We need to deal with the root cause. Why do business fail, businesses fail? Mm-hmm. It's lack of support in most cases. And uh, without being hard on us. Unfortunately, with the place, it's like, okay, I'm also looking for, you know, we've not been there before. People are not ready to help. If you here to help a young man like El, you, it takes your time even to mentor. Yeah. You know? So, you must be there it's so your thirty minutes an hour. you calculate in terms of money, and you're still looking for more business. so there are various root causes that affect businesses mm-hmm. which then certain roles need to come into place. Government needs to play a role mm mm-hmm. we need to we need i would say entities that work like the cedars yeah you know, and no. all others business too big business must support the enterprise development must be enterprise development. Mm. But again, I will share a bit of experience with all those called enterprise development. Because mm. we also have our own experiences as smaller SMEs. Okay. They, you, you, Because they want to tick a box, especially with the new PEE. Mm. You get called to come for training for finance. They even didn't check that you have got a finance degree. <laughs> In most cases, you are looking for an opportunity yeah. to supply something. Mm. But they, they, because of the root cause that, okay, they fail because they are not competent, they don't understand the books. So they call you for a training while you're looking for business. In most cases, they don't do their homework. I was called, okay, you come here, there's a training on finance. I'm thinking, okay. Yeah. Really, I don't think, you know. No, no, no. So and dynamics that there's no concerted strategy or I'll say integrated strategy mm. to deal with enterprise development. Okay, but more than anything, other things you can talk as well. I, I,
1: I, I think I, I want to come back to that, but before I come back to that, let me try to connect. Um, to Chris, Chris, hello, Chris. Are you there? How are you? Hey, I'm good, Sorry. and you, Chris.
3: No, very
1: good. No, good, thanks. Can you hear me? I can do so, yes. Oh, okay, Chris, tell me. Uh, oh, by the way, welcome to Cliff Central. Thank you very much. No, good, thanks. Um, Chris, maybe before we get to it, did you want to um, just tell, uh, say hi to our listeners and tell them who you are?
3: No, I'm, as I said, Chris Hart. I've been um, a, a financial market economist at Absolute Capital. I'm uh, an uh, economist and uh, strategist at Investment Solutions, and I'm now with Standard in and investment as a global investment um, a strategist and um, yeah the whole issue of uh, job creation etc I think is a critical one for South Africa Mm -hmm. Uh, my sense is it is the national emergency above everything else because so many of our problems stem from the fact that we have so much joblessness Um, and and I certainly agree with you You the the thing that the uh, assertion that it's going to be small medium enterprises that's the job creation engine that we're going to rely on, but I, I actually think that the the um, there's so many things that are stacked against small businesses in South Africa, and and my my assessment was not not the obvious um, things. In, in other words, where where we need to to establish, especially I think in small businesses, I think there's a lot of um, uh, what I call things that we're not really telling people are uh, the truth, um, in the sense that we're telling people that small businesses need to be, um, you know, given access to capital and given access to markets, and, and I believe that you know two fallacies that we are chasing after is that when you have a look at how do small businesses start and succeed is that firstly nobody's given access to the capital. People actually mortgage their houses, they max their credit cards, all the rest of it to start their businesses. And that one can check with other small businesses that have started. So it's important that South Africa concentrates concentrate on building saving and building savings specifically in households. I'll come back to that in a second. The second big thing is that no successful small business is given a market. You have to establish your value proposition and build your market around it. Right, and and that's how is. Um, there, there, There's plenty of space in this economy for, for um, you know, for success. But the biggest lack that we've got is, in fact, a low level of savings because it's the savings that you invest to create the business, and that's where we, we lack. And we can create institutions to help bridge that gap. But ultimately, when we look at it, the, the numbers don't back up. we we already only investing at a rate of 19% of GDP, and we cannot even sustain that, right, because we're only saving at a rate of 14%, and those savings sit in the big corporates. Right, amazing, isn't they, they, Anchor to our, our economy. Without the big corporates, we wouldn't have the capacity that we do have, the capability that we have. But we, we, we need the small.
1: So now, now um, I I hear you loud and clear, Chris. Um, I was I mean, comparing to to the two, thousand and thirteen um quarterly report, I mean it says there were four point six million unemployed people in South Africa, of which forty percent of them have been looking for a job for more than three years uh, without yeah. getting a job. And I mean another thing, looking at at, at another report, it was saying the South Africa's informal economy employs about twenty percent, um, I mean, of the population. That is now yeah. the informal sector, which, I mean, it's significantly lower than the sub-Saharan Africa of 70, 72%, yeah. Asia 71%, and Latin America of 51%. So, yeah. I mean, now what I want um for you is, if you can please share with our listeners, I mean, what are the consequences of raising unemployment, uh, I mean, raising uh, the rising of unemployment uh, on businesses and the government, I mean, and the economy as a whole?
3: Well, the, the, the high unemployment level gives rise. It, there's a number of consequences to that. And sometimes, by the we're dealing with the symptoms of unemployment. So poverty, for instance, is a, is a huge consequence of unemployment. The second the inequality, a huge consequence of unemployment. We're trying to deal with that, but we're not actually dealing with unemployment as such. But other issues, housing. Unemployed people can't keep a roof out of their heads as more as easily as somebody who's employed. All right? people who are employed tend to be healthier than people who are unemployed. So it's not that employed people don't get sick, but it's that that um, health problems are less in with amongst employed people. All right, um, uh, education: employed people keep their kids in school for longer than unemployed, case, yes. And then, of course, if you are employed, you don't have t- you know, as much time to plan your next heist. Crime is less with, amongst the employed than the unemployed. All right, and so all of these things, if we can resolve unemployment, we actually help diminish uh, the large number of other problems that we face in our economy.
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I hear it's, it's, it, it's, it's, it's quite, um, insightful. Uh, crime is definitely something that, that, that is affecting and obviously not leaving behind, uh, poverty. So that's why obviously as, as a country, um, it's quite important that, that, um, we, we contribute, um, in terms of curbing, uh, the problem that we're sitting on. I mean, by the side of Kenya, economy is not an island, though. I yeah. mean, it's affected by it, let global forces such as the failing commodity prices as we have seen affecting the mine sector. Yeah. I mean, it is what we, we, we are seeing in our economy, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, globally so. So to what degree, I mean, are we feeling the impact of global issues versus local issues? though?
3: Well, as far as global issues are concerned, of course they have a negative impact on, on South Africa, but to a large extent, South Africa's internal problems are our bigger problems. All right. In other words, the regulatory tsunami, if the, the, the resources that are being drained away from growth towards compliance is enormous okay the the most recent example is the tourism uh, sector being pushed into recession but because of visa regulations. Now the government's pulled back on it as far as that's concerned, but in financial services uh, you you can 't grow because um, resources are being diverted from you know investing to grow the businesses to actually compliance. there's a whole heap of regulation that's still in the pipeline, it's expensive. And the regulations that we put in place are basically um, are new economies of scale. And that's anti-small business. And we're getting more and more of it rather than less and less. Uh, and, <clears throat> and this is a problem around the world. and It's one of the reasons why the world is facing slower growth. This is interesting. if you have a look at things like economic freedom. South Africa is now ranked 96. In 2000 we were 40. We're plunging down those rankings. We're falling down the rankings in competitiveness. We're falling down the rankings of, of um, ease of doing business. We're falling down the rankings of um, of even the, 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 the corruption and the credit rating. Right. And that is internal. That's self-inflicted problems. In other words, when commodities are down, we get sucked into those problems rather than, be, than being able to provide a haven and say, okay, if commodities are down, we've got alternatives. Um, we don't have alternatives. We're actually shutting those alternatives down. And that's what we need to actually fix. And then easy to fix, because but um, it's really just politics that um, is in the way of fixing it.
1: No, no. Um, I mean, speaking of politics, maybe let me let me, let me cross over here to studio, uh, to Eugenia. Um, and, I mean, Eugenia, in your opinion, is there enough collaboration between uh, the public and private sectors to stimulate the economy and create more jobs?
2: I'll say to a certain extent, but really we need to define the parameters. And in most cases, I'll say people will do what suits them, mm-hmm. be it business, be it government. And uh, with BEE, there could be compliance issues, but really is government having capacity to even police that sort of a better way, you know? Mm. So really, there is, but to a a certain extent, I'll say it's yes and a no. Mm. Or maybe it's not strategic. You are not having a 20% Pareto principle that will give you 80% Mm results. When I listen to the budget speech, I get excited. I remember this other time I was flying, I had to sit in the car at the airport. I said, no, let me listen to, you know. Mm-hmm. I quickly got a polling pass coming back to listen to the budget speech. I said, wow, there's a lot of money. But then there's something called results measurement. Are we able to measure the results mm. and the impact there office government?
1: Yes.
2: And more than anything, we could be, it's like saying, oh, you've passed, you've passed matric. In mm. matric, there isn't much you can do. So we should go to where we say at at school, government should introduce entrepreneurship training. Hmm, There's extramural activities where there could be competition. You're selling peanuts, you're selling this, you're selling lollies, Mm. you know, ice cream. So those kind of competition. So if anything, you pass metric or whatever level, people are doing business. Most of the billionaires we celebrate, the Tungotas, and I know some millionaires in Africa, who, who started business when they were students?
1: I started business when I was a student.
2: Uh, you see, we are a living mm. example without going far, you know? Mm. So, but we don't have that. Yeah. And also, some of the parents who have businesses, maybe we pump our children too. Mm. Yeah. You know, when we even push them. Is that So, there are various things. I also want us to tap to learn from Africa. Though it's good to give global statistics. The problem with Africa, you can't always have. Compare apples and apples
1: yeah. i if, mean i mean they are apples
2: <laughs> apples red yeah. and green yeah. or golden
1: yeah. I mean you saying that I was reading this other report the other day, it was saying you must not trust south African statistics because they are not accurate except for South Africa, so it means we were the <laughs> we were the only preferred country that that really report. Um, what is there compared yeah. to other African countries? I
2: know I'm doing research on something else. I struggle with statistics in Africa. Yeah. And we have a lot of Africans who are studying overseas. Mm-hmm. In my view, it is, I should get a vacuum cleaner and bring them all back home yeah. to their various countries. But the good thing to learn, if you have traveled to Africa, I've been mm. to 22 countries in Africa, you see how entrepreneurial young people are. Yes, no, they are. And it's because there's no grant. Yeah. Whether the grant serves the purpose, we're also not sure that needs to be interrogated. Or it has conditions. Mm. I know in Canada, when we went for a study tour some years ago, there should be a concerted effort that you're looking for a job to qualify for whatever benefit that is there. Mm-mm. Otherwise, you could be sitting and say it's coming, you know? Yeah, yeah. So those are the kind of things where we check the impact of whatever program dynamic as it might be, whether it has impact and also it's sustainable. I believe in sustainability. Yeah. Or so you could do something and in most cases we do things as government to either win votes. The other person I thought or oh, stakeholder I wish you had mm. was to be Labor. Mm. Because the cost of labor in this country is too high.
1: No, it's true. I mean minimum
2: I mean, wages. So you're starting your own thing you ask the young people then it says minimum wages you can't afford the minimum wage yeah. so there should be certain things you know a threshold to say okay for this we can forgive you if you're small business at this level mm. now what are the other dynamics that we need to look at and yeah she said uh, we're looking for jobs but I don't know I also want to push for entrepreneurs
1: mm. if they
2: can't get jobs why can't they be entrepreneurs create yeah. jobs
1: yeah, no, 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 it's it's true. I mean, we wanted to get labor in studio, but we couldn't do that. Okay, but maybe hard. let me let me come back to you, Chris. Chris, do you think um, is there enough collaboration between the public and private sector as to right. stimulate the economy and creating jobs?
3: I think ultimately
4: there's,
3: a, there's an enormous amount of goodwill on both sides and an absolute complete lack of trust. Mm-hmm. so there's not working together there's uh, i think selective working together where the, the you know government chooses to engage you know on a fairly narrow um, basis, but to a large extent, the broad basis of businesses is not being engaged yeah. um, and in fact to a large extent, the regulatory um, environment is quite hostile um, um. and um, gives the the business sector is treated with suspicion. And the irony is is that everybody's wealth in society, there is no other source of wealth creation and wealth generation and income generation other than through business and business activity.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, And and, and basically, we, we almost are cannibalizing ourselves by saying, oh, no, no, we've got to actually... I do. There's so many examples where the private sector being pushed out of the economy, mm-hmm. and the sentiment is saying, you know, the business, you know, jobs have to be created in the private sector, and yet it's becoming more and more difficult to do so.
1: So then, I mean, uh, do, would you say do we we have policies that are uh, that are strong enough to stimulate growth, given the slowdown in the growth rate of our economy?
3: No, no, our policies are actually anti-growth. You can see that from the budgetary process starting. It's uh, shifting resources to consumption rather, to the, rather than to investment. Uh, it also targets things like, you know, just capital formation. You've got the Department of Trade and Industry, which is probably our biggest anti-business um, uh, department. Uh, I liken them to the department that ties your legs together and then offers you a wheelchair as an incentive. Um, you know, in other words, if you you don't need to worry about incentives, just just untie the legs. Um, and um when we tax things like capital formation um that is like eating seeds and then wondering why we're not really costs um and 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 there's there's various problems that we need to actually fix and unfortunately, I don't think we've got a very strong um knowledge and understanding of economics in the political sphere and where it is it's, it's quite you know um, ideologically driven rather than pragmatically driven. Um, and we need to, we need
1: to fix that. Yeah. So then, I mean, before I let you go, I mean, in your view, what role has the labour unrest, um, increasing wages, played in in shaping the unemployment figures uh, we are currently seeing?
3: It, it, it's huge, and I don't have a problem with increasing wages if it's connected with productivity, because ultimately people must benefit from from an economy, and if you're producing the value, you must be uh, you know able to you know mm. you know gain the you know, see that in your pay packet and and that, uh, because that's the way we will improve our affluence. You know, we don't work just to have our time occupied, Um, but nobody in the whole wide world invests in strikes. And in the context of South Africa, we need investors to embrace South Africa's labour, not to try and find ways to avoid it, in other words, to reduce the risks to labour. And that's what we need to, you know, that's one of the big mistakes that we're making that and regulations are two of the big mistakes that we're making, and the taxes told target capital formation is a third big mistake that we're making in south Africa. so we need to we need to undo this a lot of regulation we need to uh, find better ways to resolve our labour disputes and um and uh, shift the tax base towards the end of the value chain, not the beginning of the value chain.
1: Mm. Yeah. So um uh, okay. No, no, no. Um thanks a lot Chris um for your time. Um it was, it was, it was quite um insightful. Maybe before I let you go um cuz how we actually close off the show, we actually close it off in style that you need to give a 30 seconds uh, advice to someone that is listening out there. Uh,
3: I think advice so this is a country of huge opportunity. Uh, a lot of problems to solve which is of course business opportunity Uh, when one, if you get a job look how the business runs to understand how it's made if you build savings instead of debt, it will give you the choice to become an entrepreneur later once you understand how business works and how you can actually make your contribution uh, as an entrepreneur
1: Wow uh, that's, that's, that's quite a mouthful I love the issue of saving because um, it's something that we don't do well uh, as a country. No, But more than anything, uh, thanks a lot, um Chris. Hopefully, um, next time we'll get opportunity of having you in studio uh, for us to take it uh, to a more different level. Thank you. Okay, then. Good morning, gold MacBook. And you, silver MacBook. And you, space grey MacBook. let me finish. You're all just so beautiful. Just look at your 12-inch retina display and force-touch trackpad. Sleep now, my lovelies. I need to tell South Africa where to buy you. Introducing the all-new 12-inch MacBook. Now thinner and lighter than ever and available at iStore. Why would you go anywhere else? Visit myistore.co.za for more info. T's and C's apply. I've just landed a big Pan-African contract, but setting up new ICT infrastructure isn't as easy as it is in South Africa.
0: How can I give my other offices the same capabilities? You need MTN Business Cloud, powered by Microsoft technology. Our hybrid cloud solution offers on-demand computing resources, reduced infrastructure costs, and service across our global MPLS network covering 23 countries. Isn't it time you found out about the cloud solution built to build African businesses? Welcome to the new
1: world of business. Uh, you still tuned in to uh, m um, biz and this name of the show, it's 360Biz on clipcentral.com. Uh, we're still on the discussion of the unemployment rate. You're allowed to join in on the discussion uh, the di- uh, on the line. Our studio line is 861 555 861 55189 We're on Twitter as well. Our Twitter handle is at com. We're on Facebook. Our Facebook page is central, and we're on WeChat as well, our WeChat ID it's Cliff Centralcom. If ever you've just joined in on the show You've missed an, on a very interesting discussion With Chris Hutt The economic and investment strategist at Standard Bank And we as well had Eugenia In fact we still have Eugenia uh, Kula Amewe Chairperson of the Businesswoman of South Africa And as well we're going to be joined later By Colani Kubega The CEO and founder of the Small Business Development um, Institute And um, then maybe before I come to you um, Ask Eugenia Tell me the question that we were asking Before we actually went on to the break To say is there enough collaboration Between government and private sector In terms of um, creating Or curbing uh, the unemployment rate In our country um, Yes I do believe that the government Is out there trying to help uh, The youth of today There's plenty of funding There's plenty of programs available for for the youth today to access in order to, to help them. If you have a business idea, there, there are plenty of, of platforms that you can take it up with in order to get funding, in order to get help the, the, in terms that, that you need. Yes, I do believe that the, the government and the private sector out there is, is trying to help the, the youth in order to, to help them move forward in terms of, of their, the the, the ideas in which that they have so as you I mean um, the young person is saying uh, opportunities are the personal I think the government can still do more Mm. and most importantly private sector can do more private sector is sitting on a whole lot of money more than the government itself so now what I want to ask you I mean um, does your organization partner with government or the private sector in trying to find sustainable solutions to the unemployment challenges if so what programs do you currently have in place
2: maybe if I can maybe comment on that maybe it depends where you are sitting or from which perspective mm-hmm. in terms of government doing much okay. because if you look at sitters who are mm-hmm. supposed to they get levy from business they are supposed to plow back in terms of training and other things mm-hmm. really they're not very effective so it depends where you're looking at if it's having an idea and you can pitch it somewhere and get funding fine but there's more that government can do, in my view. So, yes, we partner with government. i have said my organization, BOSWA, is part of BOSA. And I wanted to say before Cliff left, that business engages with union. Before Chris left. Yes. I <laughs> oh, you, but it's fine. Mm. But business engages with unions and government at Network. In terms of policy. Okay. In that space, really, we create... This country is tip-top with policy. But it's the implementation thereof.
1: The pro- so now, what are you, are you speaking out to saying? We've got more talk shops?
2: We've got good policies. It's just to implement them.
1: Mm. Yeah, because, cause, I mean, all yeah. the government is it's doing all these interesting things uh, to try and keep unemployment, I mean, within within the country. But now the implementation... Um, it, it's where it's, it's, it's involved and what I've realized as well mm. is that there's organizations like yourself that try as well to to play a different role in terms of trying to help the government um, mm. implement but now someone was saying for you to even access those opportunities and actually help the government it depends who you are
2: See, that's, a, that's another dimension I don't want to get there, I'm not for government so government needs to learn that you need to remove the nepotism and chronism, deal with every citizen, as a citizen. Yeah. That's very important. And also what I thought, I remember in one presidential meeting we had business and the politicians and the experience, I, I don't know, South Africans, we, we, we got best practices to learn from various countries, from even the portfolio committees that travel outside the country. But as you come and implement some, whatever, over 10 years ago, we, we went. So our FETs, mm-hmm. they, they'll be offering Uh, plumbing, yeah, with no up to state of the art plumbing workshop, Mm. business can do something there, yeah, you know. Mm. So, the same as other workshops, you'll be training mechanics Mm. in FETs in some old engine. They come outside, they come find a fuel injected engine, some different kinds of engine that is 10 years advanced. No, I
1: I I like what you're saying, that's why I want to bring on to this discussion, Mm -hmm. Mr. Korani. um Kubeka, I mean um who's the CEO X-Ju. who's the who's the CO and founder <laughs> of the Small Business Development Institute. You saying he's the ex what?
2: I call him X Q.
1: Or XQ, X Q <laughs> <laughs> Mr Tubega, how are you, sir? Uh,
5: I'm good man uh, thanks for inviting me. No no and good. Good
1: good uh, good day to uh, listener. Okay. Uh Mr. Trubega before I get uh, straight to you, do you wanna quickly tell uh, our listeners who you are?
5: Oh, my name is Kalani Kubeva, and I work for South Africans in the area of economic uh, transformation, and specifically focusing on SME uh, development and fostering a symbiotic relations between large and small companies, and ensuring that the supply chain is transformed to ensure access to uh, SMEs. Mm-hmm. But I'm also then in my other CSI job the Secretary General of the Ethlectic
1: Council. Okay. So now we 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 we're we with the relevant person that understands and knows government police. Oh where am I with? I'm saying we're with the right person that knows and understands the government police.
5: Well I would say understand, but at least I have an appreciation of, <laughs> of its impact of on what on what we da, we do and, and, and understand it's impediment,
1: you know, as we try to transform this uh, this economy. Yeah. Okay. No, Mister Mister without without wasting time, um, I want to start with you on the discussion that we, that was quite heated up we're having in, here in studio. I mean, would you say um, is there enough collaboration between the public and the private sector uh, in terms of keeping of unemployment rate in our country?
5: Well, I think uh, there is. Uh, um, structures which have been put by government. I mean, there is, an example, a presidential business working group uh, that focuses, you know, on on a collaboration between business, government, and cabinet, in in particular. Mm-hmm. But there are also structures, you know, such as NEDLEC that also uh, looks at dialogue between uh, social partners, you know, as, as it were, Because that involves business labor, civil society, and uh, government, as it were. One would go further and, and indicate that the crisis post-Maricana uh, government putting a social, uh, social partners together to confront uh, the issues that the devils are in the country at, at, at Maricana, this on the one end. However, we need to be mindful of the monster that we're dealing with, which is uh, unemployment. Mm -hmm. The problem uh, we're grappling with here is that in this new democracy, we're trying to grapple with uh, the structure of apartheid economy that was built around uh, promoting illiteracy to the majority of, of the people and only looking after I think as few would, and we're privileged with good education, good training, good access to skills, etc. Now we're sitting with with, with almost over sixty percent of employable people who are unemployed because number one, they don't have the right jobs. Number two, they are semi-skilled, and therefore they have no relevance you know, in the in the economy.
4: Mm-mm-mm.
5: And it is a monster that we are sitting with that that we would not be able to resolve, resolve even uh, by 2030, you know, as it were. We have got a political economy that uh, uh, is, is too huge embedded with, with, uh, with the past. And unfortunately, in the first 20 years, we lost an opportunity, I think, as a country, because we concern we, we concern ourselves more about white concerns rather than the black problem that we have. You know, we've done everything to make sure that mm-hmm. we, we 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 we're not upsetting the status quo, you mm-hmm. know, as it wants because we've been threatened by, by 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 that for investment foreign investors who will not come into the country et well. So unfortunately, we we do have a problem. The government, with the little resources and the minimum m- minimum time that we have, I think they've done a lot. Remember that in the since uh, since nineteen ninety
4: four,
5: through government, over 6 million jobs you know were created. Yeah. But the opposite is true for the private sector. The private sector is retrenching almost on a day to day basis.
1: Yes, you know. So, speak- so, okay, yeah. Finish okay. up.
5: Okay. Alright,
1: no, no, you go. On. Okay, now I was saying. Speaking of of of, of um, the private sector, um, retrench, re, um, retrenching. Um, what did you say? <laughs> you said the private sector is doing what?
5: No, I am saying on the one end, the private sector is retrenching almost.
1: Or oh, retrenching. retrenching. Yeah, yes. They Are
5: retrenching almost on a day to day basis? You see, because uh, profitability is based on how you manage your costs and the first. Per- Cost that the that private business mm. knows best is to is to retain people.
1: Yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, rather
5: than restructure their businesses, so it is very easy to retain people. And I must just say, thank government that we do have uh, laws in the country that protect vulnerable people. But obviously, there are also unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. There are people at specific uh, times who perhaps would would, would not be feeling. Together and therefore, eventually they would have perhaps to be with me. But in the main, we cannot resolve the problem by uh, uh, and encouraging uh, people. Uh, 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 um, but we need to restructure the, the economy. The mining sector, as an example,
4: mm-hmm. they need
5: to restructure. They need to add more value in the resources. We can actually create jobs by restructuring each sector. Mm-hmm. So, so government alone cannot resolve the problem, but. That can play a much pivotal
1: role since they are made up beneficiaries of the economy when the chips are up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, it's fine. You, you, you just spoke of of, of uh, the government and the private sector. I mean, yeah. does your organization partner with, with either of them in trying to find sustainable solutions to the unemployment challenges? I mean, if so, what program do you currently have in place?
5: Okay. Uh, first, first let, me, let me say that we really don't focus on unemployment but we focus on generating sustainable businesses.
1: To create...
5: Invarib- yeah, yeah. Yes, invariably, what you do is you first create a business that needs to be sustainable. Okay. And as that business grows, mm-hmm. it gets better capacity and capability to absorb jobs. Okay. You see, so we don't have a program focusing on unemployment, because then you spend a lot of time using negative energy.
4: Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. for
5: us, we infuse our energy in making sure that the environment can conducive for ease of creating new businesses and managing businesses and making sure that they are not ratios. That's what we focus on.
4: Mm-hmm. How
5: we can support the national development from a point of the perspective of its, of its goal that by 2030 uh, 90% of jobs will come from SMEs, mm-hmm. And, that's, and that's, the posi- uh, that's the positive aspect that we are, fo- we, we are focusing That And obviously we have partners at uh, the SBDI with, with um, the Ministry and Department of Small Business Development mm,
4: mm, in,
5: mm. in bringing together key stakeholders and identifying ways and means of making sure that SMME and cooperative development in this country is, 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 is made much more easier through making sure that there is seamless, uh, uh, I think, uh, uh, strategies in the private sector and the public sector. And we think this minister has therefore a pivotal role in ensuring that it can, it can, it can foster, a, foster a much more better environment for uh, SME development. Part mm. of the outcomes of the colloquium that we are holding, for instance, is to come up with what we term a national SME policy master plan,
4: yeah. which
5: means there must be a countrywide master plan linked to the national uh, development plan to ensure that we move SMEs from the periphery of the economy to the epicenter of the economy so that we can meet the national interest. And our, the national interest is how do we place significant equity of the economy in the majority
4: mm,
1: mm, mm. of
5: our people. And that's really what we are trying to contribute.
1: Oh, no, that that, that that sounds interesting. So when is the um, national SME policy colloquium?
5: Oh, the colloquium is Friday the 30th. Okay. Uh, where we're focusing you know on various aspects of uh, of SME development looking mm-hmm. at uh, you know at various um, various uh, challenges within within our economic system and making sure that we can unlock the value of of, uh, of sME for instance we'll be looking at ne- coming up with national guidelines on supplier uh, development as an example, we'll be also looking at how. What are the alternative policy, okay, policy options around uh, legislative and statutory protection for SMEs, financial and non-financial support, market access, sector identification? What those sectors that we can focus on and make sure that they are part of this national SME master plan? And then on the second day, the thirty first It's an Entrepreneurship Day where we are focusing on young people. We'll be having about 150 learners who are coming. uh, And it's an Entrepreneurship Day, Open Day, where we want to foster entrepreneurship, you know, and and ensuring that our education system can engender a spirit of entrepreneurship.
1: Yeah, no, I, I hear you and Dr. Kubek, I think maybe what, what we need to do is that, um, go have the, 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 the national SME policy curriculum and, and make the decisions. Um, I mean, what, well, then I think maybe after that, that's let's, let, let me have you on the show. Let me have you in studio. Let's probably discuss the outcome. Um of, of, of the master plan, yeah, so that SMEs and business people, are know what's in for them and what is coming up so that they're able to, to strategically position themselves and get themselves, um, ready for the opportunities that you guys are going to be presenting to them.
5: No, thank you very much and thanks
1: again for the opportunity. No, no, definitely. Hey, thanks a lot for it's your
5: time. T- yeah, you.
1: No, no, definitely. Thanks a lot, Mr. Tubela. Okay. We'll speak to you yeah. next time, right? Okay, Bye. okay then yeah uh, that was mr cholani Kubega. they're talking about um, i mean the master plan the sme master plan that, that that they're trying um to create in terms of um having having um having having um the plan uh, for smes on the line um to actually improve the business i mean these are the people that are just sitting and saying no uh we want to 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 see what the government has in store these are the people that stood up and said we shall engage the government and see what is the government uh doing on the line um in terms of um cabing or promoting entrepreneurship as a whole i mean a lot of people are doing quite a number of different things uh, I mean, we've got, um, as well, that, that might, might be, be familiar permanent. to you on the line, Dr. Ricci. Uh, I've actually had the privilege of having him on the show. I mean, he's a business coach, an inspirational speaker, strategist. I mean, I know he's having something on his own as well to say, you No, know, I won't sit and complain about government doing nothing, but I want to do something as well in terms of curbing unemployment and improving the economy. Dr. Richie, how are you? How are you doing today, sir? No, I'm good, thanks. Dr. Richie, um, tell me, challenge yourself and unleash your potential and define your future. Um, I mean, we're speaking unemployment uh, in our country. You saying you shall stand up and do something as well to improve onto the economy and the entrepreneurship space. What is it that you're doing?
0: Well, I'm doing so many things, but the most important thing I do is to is to challenge people to get out of their comfort zone. I'm called to make people uncomfortable where they are very at ease. And, and to help a generation to start to start thinking different. Because if you don't think you will think. And if you don't focus, you'll be confused. And as long as you have three types of blame. One, blame where you are, two blame somebody. Three, blame yourself, you will not move forward. And when we say challenge yourself, unleash your potential, define your future, it is trying to give you the tool from where you are to where you want to go. That is if you want to do something about yourself anyway. Yeah. Okay.
1: So now I mean I am you Deborah Conference. Um I mean I'm I'm sitting with with a woman in studio um i mean business uh is it black, of, uh, <laughs> black Women of what black women
2: organization south africa or oh, black women organization uh, south uh, no africa Dr. Richie. yes
1: <laughs> how
2: are you madam i'm fine sir. how are you mm. i'm blessed and highly favored yeah.
1: yes i mean i mean part, part, part of what she does um i mean it's to empower women and equip them um, for directorship um and for them to actually sit in companies and actually influence uh, strategy, um, is it similar to what you're doing with the Deborah conference? Oh,
0: of course, and she better bring her people over because <laughs> we, yeah, we, we're looking. At, I mean, as I am sitting now, and I just okay. came out because I'm in a strategization with government people. Mm-hmm. I don't want to mention the people I'm with for three days. Um, that's what I'm doing. Listen, we are looking at Deborah, a mother or wife. A prophetess, a judge, a woman with balance. That's when we talk about leadership. We are talking about a woman like Deborah. And it's somebody that people really talk about. Like I was speaking to women on Saturday. I said the women holiday, the women this, the women that, what exactly are they celebrating today? They are celebrating the sweat of the mothers of the past. What will tomorrow's youth celebrate about today's mothers? We celebrating what other mothers did. They matched when it was uncomfortable. They did what they could, what was difficult. What are today's mothers doing? Mm. They are buying new clothes, uh-uh. drinking and smoking, laying no. funny examples. I'm not talking about every mother. I'm saying, where are the Deborahs of our today? Because the Bible says that Deborah said, I, Deborah, a mother in Israel, arose when when the nation was down Africa is going down Africa look at the level of insult Donald Trump is giving to Africa where are the mothers to say enough is enough we're looking for mothers that we're going to give tools young women we're going to empower Mm. to say it's time to stand up we're talking about our first nation we're talking about honesty integrity balance declaration Teamwork, obedience to God's voice, vision, casting, visibility, trust, inside positioning, <laughs> commitment, worship, and appreciation and inspiration. That is what we'll be doing on Saturday S- at S- Deborah Convention. Do you,
1: want, do you want? Do you want? Do you want to tell us quickly where it is, Doctor Rich? I need to catch you. We're running out of time. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's going to be at Redison Blue.
1: Redstone. Red- Blue.
0: Yeah, Redison Blue Santum, Okay. the one that is very close to Hilton. Yeah. Reditum, and they are actually one of our partners. Oh, okay. They believe in what we are doing, oh, okay. you know. Then and I can also give a number if you get some seconds.
1: Yes, please. Can you give me a number quickly for people to get more information? 073-162-5619. Okay, 073.
0: Or they can contact
1: you. Or, uh, or they can contact you. Oh, okay. Yeah, the number is zero uh, seven three one six two five six one nine. No, thanks a lot for your time, Doctor Richie. Uh, we'll Very definitely want uh, feedback after the event as to how it went.
0: And ask the sister to bring the women. She's empowered.
1: No, so no she's, she's, she's listening. She's listening. She'll be there. <laughs> <We> <laughs> talk of <or laughs> <fly>, Dr. Richie. <laughs> yeah, no, that was Dr. Richie. Yeah. Um, I mean, um, you says, Eugenia, in, in closing, um, words of inspiration to someone that's listening. Other,
2: there? I wanted to talk about how companies, when they retrench they need to train their staff on entrepreneurship yeah. and give them business in the value chain. But for us, I'll probably align myself to us black parents. Mm -hmm. We should train our children when they are young. Mm -hmm. And when they are unemployed, we should be able to give them some seed funding to start businesses where we can mentor or hook them up with Mm -hmm. people like you. So we should not only condition them for jobs, yes. but there should be an entrepreneurial spirit. No, definitely. Even in job, in the corporate, there's mm. an entrepreneurial manager. Mm. I remember, studied entrepreneurship in my MBA. So, their man- managers who are entrepreneurial. Yeah. So, let's rather raise our young people to be entrepreneurial, okay. even if they have jobs. Yeah.
1: So, then how do people get more information about Business Women of South Africa?
2: The, 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 there's a website, bwosa dot co dot C yeah. and the number I can give my number, but there's also a landline yeah. zero one one okay mm-hmm. 1852
1: Okay.
2: But uh, the details are on their website.
1: No, definitely. Thanks a lot for your time, sis, Regina.
2: Thanks for the opportunity to share with the nation.
1: No, definitely. Uh, In closing, what am I saying? I'm saying excuses there are for people who don't want it bad enough. How bad do you want it? If people like us can stand up and wake up in the morning and do something about it, besides our situation growing up in poverty... Growing up in starvation to making and running businesses. You definitely have got an opportunity to do it for yourself. Information is out there. Government is doing the best that they can do. So is private sector. Don't sit down and feel sorry for yourself. Catch us again next time for another exciting episode of 360. And this is Cliff Central.
0: This is CliffCentral.com.